When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Giles is worried because he's only got 45 items rather than 160. This is the first time mm-hmm. I've ever done the podcast on a Wednesday and not having read Wednesday's Times. But we've got, we've got, we've got gold dust. It's fine. You don't need all the chaff that you normally come to the table with. I don't. It's not chaff. It and is it chaff. It was meant to be the paper. We brought, it, we brought the record forward because you're in such a hurry. I am in a hurry. I've got a very busy day. You've got someone coming for lunch. You need to give like, no, I, I've got, I'll I've got pick a up child Sam. breaking up from school. I've got someone coming over for pasta. There's something else happening that I can't remember. ski kit you might have to buy. No, I've got to try some ski kit on, and which is also making so me feel very, very So for all of that, we're going to do a podcast with no topical thing. It's a podcast that could have so- easily been made in 1954 for all the news topicality. It's a man on a jetpack. I've got something to say about that. The jetpack? Yeah. Okay, well, this is going to be a rubbish podcast, so... Uh, look, look, I just noticed it says, Spider stops park plan. Plans to build London Resort, a 2.5 billion theme park between Dartford and Gravesend in Kent. <laughs> London with... Resort? What's going to be in London Resort? Oh, that's actually a column. The but what... long queue for a taxi. Uh, somebody, a bit of a sort of kebab vomit Dog shit stain. island. Dog shit island. Dog exactly. poos of the Caribbean. Yeah. As you get uh, on a little boat. You and... need some money and here's a row of ATMs, but none of them are working. Knife crime alley. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, roadworks. Yeah, Contraflow. Contraflow. Yeah, exactly. London Resort. And London they have Resort. To be different... Come to the Contraflow. Have a lo- have a beer by the lovely Contraflow. Uh, plans to build London Resort, a 2.5 billion theme park between Dartford and Gravesend and Kent, has been withdrawn after Natural England made the, um, the due to the presence of a rare, distinguished jumping spider. I'm thinking, what sort of wusses are these builders? They're going to do the whole not do the whole thing because there's a spider. You just put a glass and over I love it the idea and slot a beer mat under it and then chuck it out the window. <laughs> I love the idea of a distinguished jumping spider, like he's in little tux or something. He's in a smoking jacket because he's a distinguished. No, but you, that that is a funny observ- observation. But I was setting that up to make a joke, which you then just said. You said About that. What? Uh, my joke was funnier. <laughs> the whole point of introducing the spider thing. My joke. Did you see my? Did you get my joke? You, you said you, the, but the builders were wusses. You, you just you talked. But no. But I set up my joke and I delivered my punchline and you talked throughout it. Your joke was like it's fine. You just put a beer glass over the spider and slide a beer mat under it and take it outside. So what? But what's the nature of my joke? Um, that you've misunderstood that the that you misunderstood because you're assuming that the builders are scared of the spiders when actually hilarious joke which our listeners would be falling about laughing but no you had to make a joke about it being but now no, but now but my joke was waited, way funnier we had two jokes now we've got none <laughs>
Well, look, I'm not a stand-up comedian, unlike some other people in the news this week. Will Smith. My my, my take on the slap is very is very yeah. much your take on the slap, which is I agree with basically everything everyone says about it. So it's what what, we, what what is one going to write about? If one is still going to write about, as we write on Wednesday, as we speak on Wednesday morning, like Will Smith has done his apology. Exactly the kind of apology that I've issued a thousands of times, which is going, violence is wrong, and not account of anything. On the other hand, he deserved it, basically what we'll say. But, he, you know, he said he had to get into his apology. He was talking about my wife's uh, illness. Um, no, the, 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 my, the thing I would write about is, I can't, is how I can't possibly write about it. How the moment it happened, we woke up in the morning, and I sort of... Yeah. You were, as usual, was, was slower to wake up. So I woke up, saw this story and said, oh, my God, Will Smith has decked Chris Rock at the Oscars. And you went, yeah, and? I, that's not what You I literally said. Worked, thought it wasn't very interesting. Said, this is amazing. This is the most amazing story. Yeah, it's the Oscars. Who cares about the Oscars? You, don't you remember? You, don't were, you were literally, that. In terms of your general pissing on my vague enthusiasm for any story or thing, you, you literally thought that it wasn't interesting. And the thing that I thought... Literally, as it happened, as I saw it, it happened. I was just thought I was exhausted by the potential number of takes. I thought, my God, there are as many opinions about this. Almost immediately, my head went through, "Hey, that's really cool, defending a wife with a punch." Oh my God, he punched someone in front of the TV. But he said something about her, her um, having an actual illness, so he had, had to, he couldn't just sit there looking at her. Go, wait a minute, why didn't she hit him? Wait a minute, why did he? You know, and then he goes, "Why do they employ these people? That why do they have the whole roasting mentality?" Yeah, something screwed yeah, yeah. in the in the Yeah, in the heart I, of I, I agree with that. I think that the I think that the um, that the roasting thing has got to end, and it's silly. It's, it's the and end I think of, they should stop. I think they should stop. Or it's the end of bants. It's like banter, ridiculous. But how dare he say something about the guy's wife? He had to do that. I just thought there's no it's like every single opinion you could possibly have about this. Mm. It's like the perfect thing after 20 years of social media. It is. You can't just. You know, it's not one of those ones where you can do just put up a popcorn emoji on, on, no. on, on like they do. It's. It's. There are so many takes that you have to not have on at all it's basically peak take finally there yeah. it's the end of the take we have to stop having opinions about anything yeah I think I, I, I totally agree with you And but, but the, the amazing thing is that I just, I just think everybody's take is correct I think, I think he should have the Oscar taken away I think he shouldn't have the Oscar taken away I think he should be kicked out of the academy I think he shouldn't I think he sh- should be allowed next year I don't think he should I think Chris Rock I've got to say, I've slightly got the hots for Chris Rock. I think he handled Rock it. Rock should have swivelled low, taken out Smith's feet, and then stamped on his head. But that's the, what but, they do in like in, in the, not, those but, Matt Damon films. Yeah, just got in the eyes. Yeah, poink, yeah. poink, poink in the eyes. And then the Rock should have come up and like just like start. Talk. That's what they, they should. They should just have a fight instead and not bother with the stupid prizes because the movies are. That's a good cool. idea. That's a good idea. It could be you have actors death match. Instead of the Oscars, you could just go, right, so the nominees for Best Actor are, you know, whatever. Pow, pow, pow. Gary Oldman Oldman and, you know, versus, like, Timothy Chalamet. I would pay to see them fight on stage. We should have that instead of the Oscars. There's your column. I mean, what my, do, my, what uh, should you do yeah. if someone insults your wife in public? There's, you know, I, I wrote a column one, when I was a Times Diary editor. I wrote a thing about... Wait, wait, the, at the peak of um, this morning with uh, Richard Madeley and, and Judy um, Finnegan, Judy Finnegan, Richard and Judy. Judy had told a story. Richard told a story about how um, he'd been in the he'd been in the jacuzzi with 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 Judy when he while watching Thatcher resign. And I wrote and it, that it was an image only mildly more unpleasant to, to conceive than being in a jacuzzi with Margaret Thatcher watching Judy Finnegan uh, resign. <laughs> uh, and he and, and he you wrote you a very nice letter, a letter which I still have in, in the loo. He said it's something like. Normally, I'm, I'm a big fan of your columns, Giles, but this morning's one... No, no, he said, he said, I do understand the pressure to keep a daily diary column fresh, but I thought that yesterday's item was a little below the belt. 
Never mind, no real harm done. All the best. All the best, Richard. Yeah. Richard Maidley once helped me fill my car up with petrol. And he taught me as well, because he's a nice man. How to avoid paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> We could briefly move on to the saga of Vladimir Mutin, a.k.a. Bad Cat. Bad Cat, who's been talked about on this podcast before, who yeah. we're now calling Vladimir Mutin. I, or I thought about Katimir Putin. It just didn't make him topically relevant so that he can be in our podcast or yeah. in a column. Or Katimir Mutin would be too much. I think Vladimir Mutin is best. And that led me to thinking about... Previous, um, listeners, regular listeners will know we've got a problem with this stray tomcat who hassles our cats, comes in and eats food, pees everywhere. It's all really annoying. Um, and it's so led to Mo going to live on the council Mo estate. Mo goes and lives on the, uh, the estate up the road where they take very good care of him and they tell us when they've seen him and he's perfectly happy and they're all fine. But... I want my cat back. He's just having a better time there than he is he, with us. He is and there's nothing we can do to persuade our cat that this lovely middle class yeah. uh, home of it. And he just, and partly it's because bad cat, Vladimir Mutin, I say yeah. again, uh, has sort of moved in and pissed everywhere. But you know, we, it's got to the stage now where. The RSPCA are involved. Well, we go, for as far as Mo Tenzing is concerned, we go and visit him. He's there yeah. about 9 30, you go up there, we, we take food, we feed our cat. He's becoming an estate cat. Yeah. Um, and we, and we, he's it's perfectly all right. He's perfectly safe up there, and we're sort of looked after by a number of people. But I want, I want my cat back. So we got, what, so how do we get? We we tried putting the bad cat off, and we can't. Mm. I thought about shooting bad cat. Uh, I've got a pretty good air rifle uh, with with which I which I bought to shoot rats in the country, and I got really really good. Like from a hundred yards, I could knock a strawberry off a bamboo uh, post. And the, but the first time I lined up a rat in my sights. I just looked it. at his little face and thought about the little baby rats and Mrs. Rat back home waiting for him to bring back it. And I couldn't shoot even a rat mm. or the grey squirrels, which were a plague. In fact, I had a little bit of a trouble shooting even the strawberry. I felt sad. But I've, I've never and killed then, a living thing and can't possibly start now. Absolutely. So we call the RSPCA. The RSPCA are great. Eve and Chelsea at RSPCA, thank you very much. They were very helpful. They came round. We've got a humane trap. Which is this... Uh, box cage where you put the food at the back and it walks in stands on a sort of flap and the door shuts set that the following night came came down bad cat's been he'll be in the trap amazing no the food was gone but there was no cat like literally like he was some ghost cat like he was the cat of the baskervilles yeah then the rspca woman came again and she said that we were setting the cat trap wrong so you have to set the cat trap with the with the food like literally under the flap so that they go in and get it because this is a life-changing thing that we have to i then put it outside because i did it with rotten fish because it would bring the cats from mars around got up in the morning went out to the cat flap nothing there no bad cat came back from the school run iris is in there yeah meow <laughs> The saga continues. We live in hope, don't we, that we will one day... We just keep being outwitted by this cat. It's, yeah. like a sort of, it's just an awful sort of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, it really is. But as it sort of tracks the story of the Ukraine, I'm wondering whether, given that what's happened most recently, Esther... Is this a test? Yeah. Well, you said it's okay to do this podcast without reading the papers. I have read the papers, but... Are, Where are we at with... Oh, the, did you listen to the news on the school run? Or did you listen to, to the <clears throat> capital? I didn't listen to anything. I listen to the screaming in my head. So you, right, so you, you don't, so, so... Something about tanks? Chemical well, weapons? Wh- any sort of undertakings? Any sort of kinds of t- talking? So, um, didn't... Beginning with a P? Didn't, yeah, okay. Didn't Zelensky say, peace talks are going to get us nowhere? 
And also Putin wants to divide Ukraine in When half. have they stopped outside Lviv and had a, not so much a ceasefire, but they're not bombing anymore? And now they're saying, is it, uh, and, and the, the question is, is that, is, can he be trusted? Is he just regrouping yeah. for another attack? Who knows? He's mental. Yeah, who needs to read the papers with a hot take like that? There'll be more from Esther and me in our kitchen after a short interlude. But to find out what I wrote about in the end, why not pick up a subscription to The Times and The Sunday Times and enjoy one month absolutely free? Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corrin has no idea. I've been promised that this will take you to an amazing offer, rather than just a website created by Ben randomly containing all my broadcasting mistakes. Although I'm sure that exists somewhere, it's just going to be up to you to find it. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. There is a thing is in the mail, which yeah. I enjoyed this very much. Uh, it says, um, normally you have to go peeling through the Ukraine stuff to get to the stuff you can write about. Today you've got to go peeling through the, the 80 pages about the, uh, the, 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 the memorial service and... Prince Andrew and all that. Well, I think that, yeah, the, 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 in terms of column writing, ah! the, the, the papers are quite full at the moment, so you, I think you're going to... Well, they are, right. but it's just... But no, I just like... As Labour gets in a tangle, Rayner, uh, Angela, not Jay, always thrown by that, uh, backs hospital asking men if they are pregnant. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in previously in the past, it's sort of, you know, when, I'm, when I'm, Ben will have the same experience and you won't have it quite so funny, but you're ticking like just a broad medical thing, like going to do a bungee jump. Dong, dong, have you got diabetes? Are you pregnant? <laughs> Are you always thinking right. about, <laughs> not last time I checked. <laughs> uh, and and, uh, it, it, and uh, so I just thought, about this is, and now they're actually going to ask because they don't want to offend anyone. And I'm just looking forward to going to the doctor next time I go to the doctor and they say, and, uh, and uh, your name, the thing, and your now do you. Are you on any medication? No. Are you pregnant? And I go, don't be ridiculous. I'm 52. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you see. It's a top gag. And whether I can make an entire column out of it, 
It's brilliant, isn't it? It's like the one, it's like the one with, for example, Linford Christie. He's about to compete in the Commonwealth Games and he has to give a urine sample and obviously he's a little bit worried about the sort of nandrolone. So, uh, so he just gets his wife, to, he just needs some pee. So he goes into the cubicle and he, you know, and he gets his wife to come in and just do the pee for him, fills it, hands it over and they do the tests and they go, that's great, Linford. Um, uh, you, you're not on any drugs at all, so you're free to compete in the 100 metres. I've also got some good news. You're pregnant. <laughs> I slightly fucked that joke up. But no, it's, a great, it's fine. It's no, an like it. I saw it coming from about 10 miles away. Something else I just want to kind of get off my chest is that how slightly embarrassed I am about getting the royal tour quite so wrong. Just talking about hot takes. Did we talk about... That was big on the podcast last week, wasn't well, it? Well, it wasn't the royal tour. I mean, in our defence, it wasn't the royal tour we were talking about. It was Kate and how much we love Kate and how perfect Kate is. I wrote an entire column about how Kate is just like... Her ability to be sort of likeable is like supernatural. And then... I, I mean, wrote a whole column for Saturday's paper just so that listeners know how it goes as a columnist about... Wills and Kate and 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 I and I saying okay I love you you've you've won this wonderful royal tour uh, where you've first, she's worn a beautiful yellow dress she's done a thing in Jodhpur she wore khaki to go to a Mayan temple she look she went scuba diving she does everything okay okay I love her I love her I want to yeah. be her yeah uh, and Strong. and then they said well actually we've already got a, we've got a two page essay by Ben McIntyre on the on the, the the royal thing so you can't I was furious and wrote something else but turns out. Like that was a Deus ex machina. That was no. You were like you were you were saved by the bell. Because it turns out the royal tour was a load of was a racist post-colonial shit, and I, I had no idea. I had no, I had idea. no idea. I had no idea until Camilla Long wrote it in the paper, and I went, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Well, is they, it? Yeah, I mean, Jan Moyer was like, "This is a disgrace," and I was like, "Is it?" Even them, even Jan Moyer and Camilla Long, you'd have thought would have yeah. had some time for the British Empire. Mm. Uh, no, I, this thing I didn't see. There was a thing where their hands are all coming through the fences, apparently. I didn't see that until it was pointed out to me, and, and then I went, you go, Ooh, oh, right. "Oh my god, it's god, got shades god. of Belson and stuff." Yeah, and then and then they he he was wearing like white military dress, standing on the back of the Land Rover that Prince Philip went around in sixty years ago, yeah. and I thought it was all marvelous. And then gradually, one by one, and I then had a thing I was going to say, where I, I, and a column I was going to do for Tuesday, because obviously, as they went to each country, looking all marvelous and beautiful in her dresses, each particular country said, "Yeah, thanks for coming. We're getting rid of the monarchy." Yeah. That was like the reason. It's a bit like. Never asking for a pay rise, in my case, in case the managing editor notices how much I'm getting already. Yeah. So I might go and think I could do with a 3% pay rise. So you'd look at it and go, fuck me, we're paying you four times what we pay Robert Crampton. We can't, <laughs> we just like, and you get fired. So you get, in the same way, they went on a royal tour to try and reinvigorate the enthusiasm for the monarchy. And everyone just said, oh yeah, you guys. No, literally, yeah. Belize, which became independent recently enough for me to remember it being on the news, 1980. Uh, Jamaica... Uh, Barbados they all suddenly said we're going to drop the monarchy uh, and I was going to do a thing on Tuesday saying I think it's terribly ungrateful of them Kate's I'm made so a wonderful glad effort, that you did but it's a bit ungrateful of them to I think personally I think it's completely insane that they have that the, the, the monarchy's got anything to do with Jamaica or any of those places you communist I'm not a communist. I just think it's it's just not very modern. That's all. I mean, do they have like do, do they have stamps with the queen's? Do they have yes. money with the queen's face on it? I mean, yes. that's just really really weird and completely. They have. They do. They go. You, you go. You go to buy a. You go to buy a, a red stripe in in, in 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 Kingston, and you hand over a piece of paper with an old white lady's face on it. <laughs> I mean, it just makes. No sense. It is. It's, it's yeah. It's, completely insane.
I think Jackie Weaver, the Jackie Weaver story is unbelievable. I, I always, sorry, thought it was completely boring and stupid. Uh, and, and and this, the most recent... I don't uh, even know what it is. Our problem with Jackie Weaver yeah. is we just sort of missed it. So I've never seen... I didn't miss it, I just wasn't interested. I've never seen this the, thing she did. Yeah, but broadly speaking, they were having a Zoom meeting. It was in COVID. She... Um, she had her, I think she was the host of the Zoom meeting or something. And um, she, and what was it for? A parish council? Oh, I don't know, like street lamps. And some yeah. bloke said, you haven't got the authority. No, because let me tell you why he said that. Because she was muting and ejecting other members of the meeting. I don't know why. Maybe the meeting was a little bit heated or something. Ben, am I right? Yeah. So the meeting got all a bit heated and people kind of slinging insults around or whatever. And so she was sort of muting people and like ejecting them from the, from the meeting. And then one of the other people at the meeting said, was, was angry with her for doing this and said, you have no authority here, Jackie Weaver, no authority at all, because he was so furious with her. Well, she like got on I'm a Celebrity and stuff. I mean, how did she get so famous? Did she? I don't know, or something like that. I or don't know. The because, one show, wasn't it? Because people are just fucking thick. But the point, my point about this is, one of, what I want to say, this thing, and now something's happened. It turns, Let me tell you why it's Quickly, because it's boring the first time. She's back in the news because they've had an investigation into the incident at the cost of... I don't want to know how many taxpayers' pounds. And the investigation found that, indeed, she had no authority at the meeting to mute and eject other members. Which is really interesting if you gave a shit the first time. So it's like, I never like... That happened to me with um, the Percy Pig thing and Boris Johnson. Suddenly the papers were just full of Percy Pig references or or, or Daddy Pig. It happened to me with Northern Ireland. Northern the Ireland started yeah, like if you I don't was, get the beginning I, of that. You I are didn't fucked. get the beginning of that. It started basically, you know, Bloody Sunday and shit when I was about three. And by the time I was new sentient, yeah. it was so complicated that I just skipped. Yeah. Uh, I, the same thing. So I got the Gulf War I was in at the beginning, but I never got Kosovo. I was like, I literally there was a test match on when Redovan Karadzic did his thing, and I didn't really notice. And suddenly they using his name as if you already knew, and I didn't. Having read, do you want another example? Go on. Well, were you about to say something? I, I was going to say, having read the two foremost literary works on both Kosovo and Northern Ireland, it is re- yeah, it is really, really, really complicated. Are they the same? And every t- no, they're not the same. And if you if you every time I think about Ireland or I think about Kosovo, I have to go right back to the beginning to work, remember, remind myself what the original beef was. Mine was always I because so the main thing with Northern Ireland for me was being Jewish. I've never understood the difference between a Catholic and a Protestant. <laughs> So I don't understand what the beef is. So I'd have to go, right, okay, so the one... And, I, I and it was really complex. Even I remember being at university and doing Joyce, doing Dubliners, when I, which was about... Which was about... And there was a lot, it was all about Michael, Michael Collins and uh, that lot and uh, Eamon Ting uh, and, and, and the IRA, which then was about the liberation of Ireland. And I said, the Catholics, do they live in the north or the south? <laughs> and, the, and the Catholics are the ones who do like the Pope? And I, it was like, never eat shredded wheat. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's never... Catholics, Pope... Protestants. Uh, Protestants. Just sort of bare church. Basically no British. Fun. Some yeah. of them want to be because we're Protestant or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... And Jackie Weaver... I have it with Anglo-Saxon shorefords. I still feel... Because I swapped classes in 1978 from upper 4W to upper 4G and I went in and upper 4G had already done Anglo-Saxon shorefords so then when it came to the exam and it said write about Anglo-Saxon shorefords I couldn't because I didn't know what they were I still don't I felt really defensive the whole of British history now I feel slightly uneasy about I think you could get a column out of that 
I yes. missed Jackie Weaver, just like I missed Anglo-Saxon Forge. And then you think you've missed out the whole of Northern Ireland, too, too complicated. I, was, I wasn't paying attention when... I also, I mean, actually, I do understand the Falkland Islands, but you could do that as well. Falkland, you, if Falkland Islands was that, a bang how, on your era, you would have been... Wait, hang on. 82. That was easy. Yeah. What do you mean? What, the Falkland Islands, I you was there... You were 13. Right, yeah, I was, I was 12, because my prep school was, was twinned with HMS Invincible. Really? Yeah, it could be really confusing if they so actually that, accidentally sent the whole prep school to um, the Malvinas to HM, fight our battle. Is, that, is HMS Invincible? Isn't that a, sh- isn't that a boat? Yes. And that's then- a, for fuck's sake! I mean, where? what's the bit you missed about how the history a, of the how Royal is a, Navy? How is a prep school in Belsize Park linked to a ship? Twinned with a ship? Well, we were twinned with it. Was, we had a relationship with the... With the uh, we provided what kind small of boys to the Royal Navy. <laughs> It's going to be a long trip to the Malvinas. It's 48 days on a boat, but here's the whole of 4G. Giles <laughs> Coronin's pee kit to keep the boys amused below decks. Uh, no, it was it was like it was a sort of historical. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're on a, if you're on an armored uh, what are they called a, an, a, an aircraft carrier going from 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 here to the Falklands and you had Sam on board. <laughs> Well, time's dinner. Yeah, He's exactly. picking me up from cricket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so the, we were twinned with them. I guess there was some back in the day. You know, I imagine that the admiral of the fleet had been at the hall or something like that. And we had we used to go on these trips to look at HMS Invincible, and they, the, the sailors would come and do whatever the sailors do in a prep school. No, the sailors would come and like tell us about the when, and then the HMS Invincible went off. So we were all yay uh, because okay. and they like someone in, in the crew had a whole scarf on or something. Right, right, right. Okay. So I, I knew all about the Falklands. Um, yeah, I think that might work. That's a good bit of kind of lateral thinking. Quite surreal, but good. So paramedic jetpacks. Yeah, what's to say about that? The stupidity of people who go walking uh, anywhere. Oh, I see. Particularly in the late strip. I'm not the stupidity of people who go who go uh, jetpacking. So that's what it is. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Who writes these headlines? Oh, someone great. Will Humphreys. Will (laughs) Humphreys wrote the piece. No, it's fine. But like every time this thing, you you roll out of the old. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a paramedic with a jetpack, and he he really is jetpacking around. And this is because why? Because of people getting lost. When yeah, going for people, walks. people just people going. But, and it's look, it's not, it's not sensible people. It's not people who've got their boots on tied up properly, and they're you know, it's it's idiots going up, going up the hell scaffold pike in their flip flops. Funnily enough, that you're bringing all this to things to the table when we are getting ready to go away next week, not walking oh. up mountains yeah. but skiing down them. Can we don't, which no, we is, not talk about it. Well, we have to talk about it because, look, first of all, I am going to be writing about it. That's why we're going. Have I got to write about it as well? No. Oh, you don't have oh to we're write. not doing two-handed. No, no, uh, uh. Yeah. So in order to, we thought we should take the kids skiing because I hate it and think it's a sport for wankers. But who I. knows, my children may grow up to be wankers yeah. and, and want to do it. Uh, and um, so, and, I've, and it's a huge, it's, a, it's like it's a massively expensive thing to do it in any sort of way that I would find acceptable. Uh, <laughs> it's like 20,000 quid. And fortunately... Uh, being the hotel guy from the TV, not yeah. I'm in any way capitalizing, capitalizing, capitalizing on any kind of BBC status to get anything free because that would be bad. And you, you have uh, no authority at the BBC, darling. Don't well, worry. I don't know any authority at the BBC. But I, so I do a piece about it, so we get to go. But I'm just fucking trying. We've tried, you know, buying kit for people who've never skied. Yeah. How do you buy kit? Oh well, I've been buying it. 
and yeah, it's and online. It's a complete nightmare. Turns out it's not in the shop because the ski season is over. Only just us. bags and bags of crap on the sofa that I've got to open and then try on and then send back. And I'm not sure if it's all here. And I just I, and everyone all over Instagram, everyone I know is all this ski, ski, ski. Oh, I love skiing, skiing. So okay. Oh, ski. Oh, you're so lucky. Going it skiing. is actually quite a weird decision of ours to do this thing that we, that we just hate, don't, don't want to do. That we think is for bad people and it's yeah, dangerous. Exactly. And in, a, in Austria, rooms. a country you know for which I have nothing but contempt. No, but then and then the thing is, so but I'm really I'm when I'm you, and you said this thing the other day. You're gonna you need to go at this with a spirit of adventure. Well, that's I, because you were saying things like, "How do we use the ski lift? Where do we get breakfast?" And you just go, "Yeah, you have to just kind of like go with it." It's, a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it just says this thing that we it's all very well. We're meeting the ski. We're going to the ski school. We're meeting the ski instructor at the top of the mountain. We'll be shuttled to the bottom of the mountain by the hotel. Then we have to get to the top of the mountain on our own using a ski lift. But how? This is shaping up to be a boring podcast talking about it's your weird new... Ro- but no, then next week we're not even here. Bits of it and he'll be fine. doing a best of compilation which will have none short. of this one in it. <laughs> Except maybe my spider joke that you shat on at the beginning. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with me, Giles Corran. And me, Esther Walker. It's a wireless studios production for The Times produced by Ben Mitchell. To find out what I wrote about in the end, you can pick up a copy of The Times or get a digital subscription. Just search thetimes.co.uk forward slash Giles Corran has no idea. You can listen to us on the Times radio app or download from wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. 